I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My name is David. And I'm Zach. And we are the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. I didn't want to butcher it because I knew you had it. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I knew had, you had that time. one in you. And um, you probably know what, what we're about. You probably know the cut of our jib by now, but let me just give you a quick recap. We're, we review Star Trek episodes, Stardate by Stardate. And That's right, we do. We are in... The beginning of the third season, the first episode of Star Trek Enterprise, and the name of this episode is called The Zindi. It's finally happened, dude. It's finally here. It's finally happened. All your wishing for me has finally come true. Yeah. You know, I keep throwing coins down wishing wells. <laughs> <laughs> I hope David gets that Zindi arc. Tink. Can't wait till David Tink. gets to the Zindi arc. Um, yeah, and uh, we're on all major podcasting platforms. You can, in fact, like and subscribe to all of them. And I swear to God, if you write a review on Apple Music, we'll send you a sticker. We will, yeah. Yeah, and also send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. We've also got Facebook now. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we just want to, we just want to connect I want to talk to y'all. Be buds. Send us emails. Send yeah. us messages. We're there. We're happy. We're the Star Companion. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, Our podcast is just a bunch of intros. It's all intro, yeah. Um, but no, so now we're finally... We just did the Picard episode, mm-hmm. which uh, David thought had too much score. I think that was the highlight, and I was defending the amount of score. <laughs> uh, we'll keep an open mind. But moving on, we're back to Enterprise. And after this, in the next season, we go to TOS. We go to TOS, man. Which is pretty fun. And that's going to be great. It's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the Gorn episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Giving him the old two, two-fisted. The two-fisted <laughs> slam. Yeah. There's nothing more that I love in this world than tearing apart shitty sci-fi. <laughs> you were just turn on the sci-fi channel and you're like, oh, what kind of, 
kind of abortion are they <laughs> are they throwing up on the channel today? On that topic, uh, that showed the expanse mm-hmm. of the books that I've been reading. Is the, it sci-fi exclusive? The first three seasons were only on sci-fi. Oh, okay. And I'm shocked okay. at how good it was. They have a really good CGI budget. Yeah. They just do it. I, I, honest to God, was expecting, well, I mean, it was on sci-fi. Let's see what kind of abortion this was. Yeah. Mega no. shark versus giant octopus. Two. It was excellent. Sharknado. Yeah. Shark tortoise. <laughs> the thing I liked the most about Sharknado is though the sharks were sucked up into the tornado, they still had the presence of mind to, to rip people to, apart. It was a tornado. Oh, so there are actually sharks in the tornado, yeah. and they're ripping people apart to get yeah, sucked eat up them. into it? Yeah, they'd eat them. Does the tornado have any sort of like sentience, or is it just going? Does it stop ever and come back with sharks? Unclear. Hmm. It just kind of, you know, blazes a swath across wherever it blazes its swath, and okay. people who get sucked up into it get eaten by sharks. Yeah. It's kind of like a water funnel, NATO. Water tornado okay. full of sharks. Water, yeah. Yeah. Huh. You never seen it? Some of their some of their shows sound like it was pitched by like an eighth grader. <laughs> you know what would be cool is if there was a tornado, right? But in the tornado, it got it's there's sharks sharks got, in the tornado. Got sucked up into the tornado and then the uh, people get sucked up in the tornado and they get eaten. You know, some guy had to mm-hmm. put his little st- approved stamp on there. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, send it through. Send it through to CGI. They red herring it down to the fucking... You think you guys can handle this? I just had an espresso. I don't know why I'm yawning. Yeah. God damn it. It'll kick in. It'll kick in. So, yeah, anyway, what's the synopsis for this episode? Well, so we find ourselves now in the... F- in the expanse, the Delphic expanse. That's right. The eponymous Delphic expanse. And uh, they've been in there for about six weeks now, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's starting to get a little bit comfortable with each other. Everybody's introducing themselves to each other. Uh, Hoshi meets some of these special forces, Starfleet people. The Makos. The Makos. Uh, and she catches eyes with this guy named Ch- Chang, which I don't really, I didn't really appreciate. Oh. But... You why not? Let's I think we need to dive into that. I think in a time of war there is not enough time for romance. Unless you're oh. to call and trip. Oh. Oh. Mm. Um What was I gonna say? What about that uh what about the you know the Zindi Council meeting? Yes, and what? that was that was something I was gonna bring up. With the xenophobic ant people. Yeah, so on the other side of the of the Delphic oh, Expanse, okay. or in parts unknown of the oh. <laughs> Delphic yeah. Expanse, there's a meeting of minds, a council of doom, a summit of doom, if you will. Okay. There's Skeletor. a Skeletor. <laughs> there's a xenophobic ant man. Uh, goddamn right, there's a xenophobic ant in there. And there's a couple of aquarium-bound baddies. There's some manatees. I just love the idea that, like, as a villain. You know, you can't survive outside of water, so they have to, like, cart around, like, a little aquarium for you to breathe in mm-hmm. everywhere. Well, it, it, I mean, it's like you might have to, like, reconfigure maybe a cargo deck, yeah. you know, and fill it with salt water and transport um, 
the creature and enough salt water in the cargo deck yeah in order to bring it back into the future after you slingshot around the sun yeah and you invent plexiglass too that too <laughs> it's quite a vivid <laughs> corollary you've dri- you've, yeah. you've dro- never mind it would be nice to uh it it it, it that it's like as if Spock was going around 1960s, like San Francisco or something. In a bathrobe? In a bathrobe. Got it. Picture painted. <laughs> Consider that picture painted. <laughs> There's a also a change in the theme song. And, uh-huh. Uh, you can change that song however you want. The genius is in the way that it's the sung. It's in the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know, you can tell they went with uh, the Counting Crows version <laughs> it's a bit more folksy yeah you know they took away all the harmonies yeah it's fine um a little happier a little less 9-11-y yeah well i mean i i like the score in this one <laughs> whoa <laughs> uh and we now see the introduction of badass dad Badass dad is here. Dad's got his big boy pants on. Dad. We can't be safe or careful anymore. Damn. Yeah, dad. Whoa. (laughs) We have to take chances, damn you. I will torture somebody. Yeah. (laughs) That's next episode. Is it? Yeah. He's going to torture somebody. He's going to torture somebody. Is it? Whatever. Is it next episode? It is next episode. This episode. Dad likes torture now. Dad, yeah, likes torture. You know what I mean? Um, Dad and crew are pursuing, they're trying to find a Zindi. They want to, I guess, construct some sort of genomic sequence for the Zindi so they can better identify them. They want to find the homeworld. Yeah. They had had one Zindi that they picked up. Okay, yeah, you're right. But he was dead. They arrive at this mining planet and uh, they mine uh, Trellium D there. What? Yeah, which that is... That sounds important. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of uh, asbestos-related thing. Have you been diagnosed with lung cancer after working, <laughs> slaving away in a Trillium D mine? You could be entitled to legal <laughs> compensation. <laughs> That's a great mesothelioma ad. Right. I'm impressed. Um, they, they, beam, they go down to the to the surface and they meet this foreman who kind of looks like the mad scientist from back to the future um before we get there yeah go ahead they get out of the car out of their uh uh thing shuttlecraft and uh dad goes i'm captain art and they're like this way they cut him off so <laughs> mm-hmm. he was already he already he's already off on a bad foot well and before that even reed remarks um we should have worn EV suits, which is also known as the unofficial motto of seasons one and two. Yeah. Starship Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, he looked like that shitty, um, the the mining lord or whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. He looked like a shitty 90s actor mm-hmm. who always had long hair and he would always go it back. I want to say his name's like... Some sort of like Chris Carter, Chris Strait or something. Oh, or, okay. Um, I forget his name. Chris Catan? No, not Chris Catan. Um, not a funny guy. Maybe like a Quaid or a... Hmm. I'm going to find it at some point here. I've been thinking about it all day. Is it a Christian by any touch? Christian what? Christian uh, Slater? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. looked just like Christian <laughs> he Slater. Did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. He kind of looked like uh, the the doctor from Back to the Future, the crazy scientist. Oh, guy. sure. Yeah. yeah. Mixed with Christian Slater. Mixed with Christian Slater. <laughs> what do you want with him, Captain? He's not very attractive. <laughs> what? Archer's all mad about the, uh, the finger. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're like, you're about to torture some people. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing matters now, and you're like, why'd you have to take his finger? That's the play, actually, is they're heading down to meet this Zindi, and this foreman just gives him a finger. And their dad's none too pleased, so... Well, the the trade-off is prove that he's Zindi, and then we'll give you a six... A half a, half yeah. a liter of... Platinum milk. Platinum. Platinum milk. Milk. So they head up back up to Enterprise. Thank God you don't say milk. Milk. <laughs> I hate that. Um, I love that. They head up back up to Enterprise, and Flox is like, yeah, I think it's Zindi. There's some, like, reptile shit in there, gargle, dark-sided stuff going on in there. Yes, sir. And so Archer calls back down to the foreman and says, we're coming down. We're gonna, we want to meet this guy. And the foreman has this, uh, his community, he uses communicator, like. LL- like he's a 60s uh, uh, minor league baseball guy. <laughs> yeah. Like he's LL Cool J and Mama said, knock you out. Even better. <laughs> <The mic. laughs> Even better. <laughs> so they head back down um and as they're going down to meet with the zindi down in the mine uh the zindi this guy actually remarks that the zindi are more of a collective than a unified species which i find fascinating is that is the zindi the the council that we saw that's those are all zindi i don't know Okay. <laughs> if it is, which I think it is, that's a brilliant concept. I've never thought about that before in terms of uh in terms of sci-fi. What? That there could be a species that could be a species called something that's mm-hmm. actually six or seven different species. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like six or seven distinct species but sure. all under they're, one moniker. They're all Zindi. Yeah. And they just sort of there are what's going to happen here is there are inner politics. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? As yeah. with any sort of xenophobic culture. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, us cone nipple people don't like you square nipple people. <laughs> you know. It's, yeah. You know. Well, we're. So you, you you notice now that the uh, the ants in the are a little trigger happy. Yeah, and the you man, know the manatees are a little a little talkative too. Yeah, and then the, you have monkey and human. Zindi, who are a little more even, even keeled, you know, mild mannered. So yeah, they're all Zindi. There you go. You're welcome. You just put a straw into the aquarium where the manatee is. You just start sucking. He's like, no, (laughs) my water, my water. Um, yeah, no, it is pretty interesting. That is fascinating. I like, I like. Um, I've actually never seen that trope before. No, from anything really. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So is it? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and try and suss this out. So, do they classify themselves as a species, or is this more of a collective type thing? It's definitely not a collective. Okay. They're all Zindi. Okay, they so just, it is a species. I forget if it's like the world was so large, or they all were on different mm-hmm. um, worlds, but they have the same progenitor. Got it. Okay, you know what I mean. And just wow. certain things took form. It's it would, a great concept. It would be like if us bears, antelopes, 
and like cheetahs were all yeah 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 of same uh mental ilk and whales yeah <laughs> how uh, do you get to that point though where you're talking to the people in the water you know what I mean? Like, you're all just, like, fucking around on the land, having a party, getting shit-faced and all that stuff. And there's just a whale just jumping out of the sea, like, hey! <laughs> yeah. Whoosh, and he lands in the water. I don't know. Yeah. Um, If I remember <laughs> right, there's a, um, there's a bird form of Zindi that were destroyed. A bird man? <laughs> a bird man. Bird person. A bird person. Um... If I remember right, in like, cause there's there's internal strife. Okay. Okay. You don't have to ruin I'm anything not more. To, yeah. yeah, you don't have to ruin yeah. anything more. But that's. I just wanted to comment on that. I noticed that. It's interesting. They find this guy, and they're like, "Tell us where the coordinates of your homeworld are." God damn you! Trip grabs him rather roughly. He's really upset about He's his sister. He's gruff now. He's really upset about his He's sister. He's gruff, dude. It's not okay now. And the guy says, "Well." I don't want to just give you this information. I kind of want to get the fuck out of here. You got to escape me. You got to escape me. So they agree and they start escaping. They go through the, the poop chute. That's right. With the fucking dripping shit everywhere. The sewers, the dripping shit. My favorite part about the dripping shit is when they started climbing the ladders. Yeah. The shit drip was clear. Well, that was all shit? Well, that was sewage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ugh. That's what you're supposed to take away from that. Didn't look good. Mm-hmm. Did you like the space thermal scopes on the space snipers? I did, yeah. So it's pretty cool. To continue, they they get oh, they get close to escaping. The foreman finds out that they're in the process of escaping, mm-hmm. and he says, "Go down there and get those guys." So they go down there and get them, and they get confronted. And I'll keep talking. Keep going. Yeah. And so they get confronted by the foreman's boys. The, the foreman's lads, the foreman's militia. And all of a sudden, we're like, what's going to happen? What? Are Archer Trip and the Zindi going to get shot down there? Hell no, son. The Mako's <laughs> come in fucking Mission Impossible style. Starfleet Special yes, Ops is here. Yes, sir. <laughs> Starfleet, son. Did you, did you, did you? Mako's. Shit looks so dope, man. Military action combat something. I've never seen this in Star Trek before. Like Star Trek special. Neither have I, dude, but you know what? We need it. Look, dude, they might be making some sort of weapon Mm -hmm. to destroy our planet. Yeah. On some timey wimey bullshit. Some sort of star capable of inflicting death or some sort of. Ah, something like that. Yeah. Some sort of star killing base. Mm hmm. Hey, David. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How are we feeling about T'Pol's new clothes? Yeah, she looks good. You think letting her hair grow out? You think that is uh, what would be Vulcan leisure or Vulcan business <laughs> casual? Oh man, you know what I mean? Like her like red suit. Do Vulcans leisure? Just <laughs> 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 a poke shit in the woods. I don't know, man. Um, what about the B plot in this whole thing? Oh, yeah, I was getting to that. Okay. Yeah. I keep going ahead of you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. The st- thermal scopes it... were dope. The snipers were dope. <laughs> Is it okay? And one of the Mako chicks drops in and kicks the fuck out of one of those dudes down there. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, wow, strong female character that we're not all fawning over and devoting our fucking entire episode to. What a concept. Oh, it yeah. It just happens. You know what I mean? A strong female? You mean like... Michael? 
Finley? Dorn? It was Burnham. 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 Yeah. Michael Dorn's, um... Who's Michael Dorn, David? That's Worf. Okay, good. You know he went to PCC? What? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is he still out here? He might be, yeah. All right, you know what? That's it, man. We gotta go find this dude. Um... That that stuck out to me. She just comes in, kicks ass. It's cool, and it's and it's just it is. It just is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like there's not this huge fucking. Thing. It should be post whatever. You yeah, know, world. And honestly, that's how everything should be. It should be. It just is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I agree. I agree. So they they get out of there. Uh, Cindy he dies, uh, but uh-huh. he gives the coordinates before they he dies. Before Flocks gets out of him, you know. Yep. Yeah. And shifting over to the B plot. Wait, before you get there. Yeah. Uh, I forget who it is, but someone says, "I guess we'll have to look elsewhere for new additions to their labor force." <laughs> and I I think that's Dad, and which must have been why I wrote that down. Um, which is super <laughs> funny. Like it's just so. It's it, it comes off like tongue in cheek, but it's supposed yeah. to be serious. Dad's really like getting into the mood of being like naughty and like mm-hmm. like getting gr- rough and tumble. It makes me wonder. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of rough and tumble. Um, rough it and makes tumble. me wonder what he's like in like that CIA, CSI show that he's in. Yeah, yeah, NCIS or whatever. NCIS, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm I'm about this close to start watching it just to be like. How did you progress yeah. as an actor <laughs> I, w- I really want to go back and watch Quantum Leap. Oh, me too, you actually. Know? I want to watch Quantum Leap and Doctor Who a, yeah. very, like, a lot. Have um, you seen Doctor Who? No. But I know it's been on since like the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember that Star Trek video I brought you? Uh, I showed you the Honest trailer? Yeah. Wade and I watched one for uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And... Uh, in the honest trailer, I was mm-hmm. sold in watching the show. I was like, oh, we'll, we'll watch it after this. I I know the, the fans are like gung-ho about it. So I know yeah. nothing about it outside of that video. Yeah, maybe we'll do a podcast on it. Stay tuned, folks. Stay stay tuned. Okay, yeah, B-plot. B-plot. <coughs> Trip and Paul are being forced together like two little Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Now Kith. Kith. That's that's Phlox telling them Flo- to kiss. Phlox with the old take him to her quarters trick. <laughs> The old, uh... I never would have paid you for an insomniac. The old stimulate my neural nodes mm-hmm. trick. Mm-hmm. It would... Trip's having a real tough time getting over the death of his sister. Only be fair for me to return the favor. And what's to Paul? What's to Paul's problem? She doesn't have a problem. She's just helping She's out a, a friend. problem. Yeah. So, Flox suggests to Trip at first. Mm-hmm. He says, why don't you go undergo neuro... Uh, Vulcan neural pressure. He says, "No, nah, I don't want to do that, dog. That's some hippy dippy bullshit." Frankly, mm-hmm. I like to feel my pain. And yeah. You know what? I'll drink it away and then shoot myself in the face later when I'm old in Key West. That's right. And I'll just wash it down with some cornbread, some gumbo, and who we tackle yep. some gators and live on. Hey, David. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> that's what. Uh, that's what T'Pol says, right? Yeah. Yeah. Through a series of events, T'Pol and Trip end up in the same room together, and T'Pol convinces him to stimulate her neural nodes, which are in her back, and she has to take off her shirt and reveal her her naked body, her naked body, um, which is lovely. And then she puts her shirt on and forces Trip to disrobe. Take your shirt off. <laughs> Do it, brother. 
She sprays water all over. Oh, whammy. Looks like you're going to have to take that shirt off now. It's all wet. And so I guess this is the beginning of a beautiful, beautiful Mm -hmm. love story here. And then, you know. Albeit reluctantly. She says you're being intransigent. Intransigent? Intransigent. (laughs) Unwilling to compromise. I know what it means. I know what it means. You think I'm making a sexual advance? Uh, no, no, uh, no, no, um, no, not, not, no, not at all. No, 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 missy, no, sorry, uh, ma'am. Not in a post-believe women, me too, No, climate. No, ma'am, no, ma'am, mammy, sir, ma'am. And then my miss. final, uh, miss. my final favorite line of this episode. Yeah. Travis goes, what course, sir? And dad looks into the fucking, you know, video. Out there, somewhere. Deeper into the expanse. We must go one deeper. Anyway, there you go. And that's the first adventure in The Expanse. That's right. We're back. We're back, baby. The Star Companion, the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. If this is uh, your first, if this is your second episode listening to us after transitioning over from Picard, we encourage you to start from the beginning. Yeah. some good stuff. Yes. We're the answer to the question. I wonder what it would sound like. If two buds were to just sit in a room together and talk about Star Trek episodes, Starbate, Stardate by Stardate. <laughs> the immortal question. The unanswerable question. Oh my god. We're answering it. That is exactly what this is. Yeah. Do you like how I pretend to be surprised every time you ask that question? We're having fun. Yeah. You can email us. At the Star Companion at gmail.com. Yes, sir. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, yes, sir. Email us. Uh, yeah, you can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I thought that's what you were doing. Oh, okay. I that was the yes, bit. Yes, sir. Yeah. I missed the bit. <laughs> you can send us a dollar or two if you really like us at patreon.com slash the Star Companion. Yes, sir. There it is. Yeah, and if you fucking, uh, if you write a review, I will send you a sticker with... With a handwritten note on the back. I've upped it up. Thanks Good. For, thanks. Uh, have you ever um, have you ever changed the baby's diaper? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.